live. Make sure you're live. I am live. Excellent. I am live. Um. Hello. Welcome. Welcome to the world, everybody. This is the Prepared for Nothing podcast, episode 8, 9, 10. We really don't know because we recorded in advance and we're prepared for nothing. We're not counting until we make a title. I don't know how to count past six, so I mean, that's pretty bad. All right. We got Justin, Um, Connor, and Jay ready to go. Have you have you heard about the uh, the big ship that's stuck in the the river? A big ship stuck in the river. I haven't heard of any ship stuck uh, in a river. No. Suez Canal. Oh yeah. I'll be real with you. The one in between Mexico and South America. Right. Wasn't the one that like FDR built? Yep, we went to war over it. Yeah, dude, that was an insane project. They they just blew the shit out of it. No excavation, nothing. They're just like, fuck it, we're going to keep blowing shit up until it's a canal. That's a pretty good way to go about rocks, though. I mean, yeah. just blow the fuck out of them. I think, I can't remember if, um, they. I think they considered using, like, nukes at the time to carve the canal. That would have been a... Or, like, atom bombs or something just because it was such a massive explosion they're like we can put it underground it'll explode clear a canal and then we have a canal (laughs) that's some ridiculous shit yeah it's the way they you know where they fill up the water on each different side you know to like slowly get you up there apparently there's some big green boat stuck in there i've seen those those are weird they're like elevators (laughs) elevators <laughs> yeah 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 yeah. River elevators so you don't have to go around all of like south america you mm-hmm. know what i mean it's pretty important i think they set it up in like 2002 2003 or something like that i'm not sure so what kind of boat got stuck there uh cargo ship cargo ship big okay big what's it carrying xboxes dildos okay. I hope it carries some PlayStation 5. Probably some people. Bro, that's where the backlog's at. <laughs> oh, no. Okay, so it's at the Suez Canal. Um, yeah, just got turned sideways and it's stuck there. So it got constipated. Got a bunch of it's like when you got a turd stuck sideways. Yeah, I don't think I've ever experienced that. Yeah, that sounds pretty weird. Oh, you haven't been that constipated then. No, I guess not. <laughs> I don't know what you're eating, but I'm going to stay away from it. Dude, it just... I feel Pakistani food would make you pretty regular. I'm used to it, man. I've been having it since I was like two. Okay. The constipation or Pakistani food? Both. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Do you guys ever have to take the suppository to clear it up? I've never had to do that. Never. It was the worst. I still remember it as a child. I'll be honest. I've never had to take laxatives before. Um, I knew a guy that tried it once just because he got really bad constipation when we went to Portland. Um, which makes sense because like, a lot of people when they fly always constipates them. Um, but he was basically just constipated for another like rest of the day and then like middle of the night he suddenly just had to shit 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 it was like the laxative just waited until he was done being constipated on his own and then kicked in god damn and then it all just came yeah and so he no longer is constipated he is now the opposite <laughs> oh god for the rest of his life he i'm he... um, not probably for like an hour oh okay it sounds almost as bad so what sort of suppository did they use to get out the cargo ship? Um, prunes. I wonder if they just made the canal bigger. Do you think that would unstick it? Unstuck it? Un- unstick it would it? take a lot yeah. of water because like... that cargo ship was very full. 
brother next to the ocean. They got plenty of water. I think I just saw they had this little like bitch ass um like a little fucking tractor mm-hmm. with one of those little digger arms and it was just kind of pushing it. Thank you, bitch. Get out of here. You bitch. And finally, he kind of cooperated and just was like, fine, all right, fuck it. Everyone else can travel. They should rename that digger. ships like had to turn around. They should rename that digger the what? They should rename it x Lags. The I can't remember any of the Constipation commercial logos <laughs> or slogans. There's x Lags. there's Castro Oil. There's castor oil. Yeah, castor oil is like an old school method of clearing it up. Oh, God, I had to take castor oil, too. Oh, it's disgusting. Because my mother just uses like these okay, 1950s we... medical remedies at home, and they're terrible. Okay, okay. Fidel spit in this bottle, and it's godsend. Okay, not, not like that. More like if you have a sore throat, like... Honey and pepper and turmeric. If you have like, uh, oh, if yeah. you're recovering from like an injury or a bruise or like a lot of swelling in your body, you uh, mix uh, uh, heavy cream milk with a bunch of turmeric and garlic, and you drink that. It sounds gross, but I can understand. Like it sounds gross. I but... can understand why they do it though. It does not sound any bit delicious to me. Sounds gross. It does. It, you. Well, I mean, like when you really just see it working, you're like, "Holy shit, it's working!" Jesus Christ, Connor. I want to ask you about your Spygear toy line. <laughs> Spygear toy line. We were talking about that the other day um, at my house. That. Do you remember the commercials for it? Don't oh, even yeah, know dude. what it is. Oh, I definitely know what the Spike Gear so toy line Gear. is. I always wanted it. Spike, always wanted it. Yeah, Spike Gear was like this this cheap knockoff toy line that was totally banking on like the, the Spike Kids Spy movie. Kids. And every single commercial basically revolved around like younger brothers using Spike Gear to harass their older sister in the most inconvenient way possible. And it'd be something super stupid like putting a hidden camera in her room <laughs> or like a motion sensor by her door or like one of those little RC drones with the camera on it. Um, Just fuck with them. Yeah. And then they had like shitty walkie talkies that you had to be within uh, earshot of each other to pick up. Okay. Um, they had like a watch that you could hit like a button and it flip up and it's like a red lens. So you could see like hidden ink type stuff. Oh my God, dude. So it was all just like really bad fake spy. I wanted it so badly. I wanted it so bad. Yeah. Was it ever sold in like a McDonald's fun pack? (laughs) No, dude, these were expensive. Hot second. These were expensive. Well, McDonald's had like the cheap out version, but yeah, no, these were like fucking 80 bucks for the watch. What? Yeah. No way. Yeah, because they're like, yeah, this is super advanced technology. And people are just buying it up. But <laughs> and what would you just said the watch just had a flip up red thing. Yeah, like a time. flip up red thing. It was like a a generic digital watch. What year with was a few little gadgets attached to it that did really nothing outside of work with spy kids. Stuff. Was this like early two thousand? I think it was yeah. ninety eight. Eighty bucks? 80 bucks? I remember seeing the commercials all the way into like 2012. Oh, really? 80 bucks in the the early 2000s for some fucking kid's toy like that. That's pretty price. Yeah, it was a camera that could record for like four minutes. Jeez. I need to get me one of them. Wall or something like that. And they they would push too, like the uh, cameras in like a fake, like the glasses with the camera on the side. Yeah, dude. But, like, none of that stuff really worked. If you got it, it worked for maybe one round and then broke. <laughs> Everyone always asks the question, like, what would you do if you could have any superpower? Mm-hmm. What would you do if you could have any, like, super tech spy super kids tech. gadget? Uh, I think I think I want the glasses. The glasses are always really cool. The glasses seem pretty do- dope, like true Google glasses. I'm sure Janae wants glasses too. 
I think, I mean, if it was like it, for for kids. <laughs> no, for you right now. Right dog. now, oh, dude, I would want like a high tech sonar system. For so what? I could know if there's any like incoming attack coming and prepare for it. Okay, all right. Because all right. we're living in some very uncertain times, especially where I am right now. See, I'd kind of like a uh, a comical oversized fedora with like an obvious camera lens coming out the front. <laughs> <laughs> it just films everybody. Yeah, and, and then the high tech part of it is that it's actually an earpiece. What? Yeah, this this is all like a red herring to hide the fact that I have an earpiece in. Jesus Christ, Carter. <laughs> well, so they're gonna they're gonna take my hat from me once I get into the secret room and not even bother to search me for an earpiece. <laughs> I just thought about if you put all three of our things together, just a dude with a ridiculous hat and some glasses holding a sonar system. <laughs> I want to be friends with that guy. <laughs> They're just looking at him. It's like, I assure you, gentlemen, I am not a spy. It's like, get the AKs. <laughs> you'd have no idea what that guy's up to. You in every part of you'd be like, I don't know if I should trust this guy and be on his side, or if I need to like fucking run away from him. You're like dressed in a Sean Connor's James Bond outfit <laughs> the entire time, dude. Walking with like a sonar system in hand, a fucking comical hat. And the Google glasses. And, like, the glasses. Gentlemen, I'm just here to play cards. <laughs> just here to keep the neighborhood safe. Play some cards. <laughs> Jesus. I remember a lot of people brought up that uh, that guy was, like, a super big woman respecter because he stopped uh, doing the James Bond thing when he felt um, the female leads were getting too young for him. Really? Yeah. So How young were all the, like, James... Which, which... Sean Connery? Yeah. So when Sean Connery was doing the James Bond bit, um, the first one, he was about the same age as the female lead, but the female lead age never really changed as he proceeded to get older and older. So he's like Brad Pitt in real life. Yeah. So by the end of it, he's just like, this is weird. They're like my daughter's age. I think I'm done after this. No. Um, and everyone's just like, oh, wow, you know, a man of honor. And it's just like, does no one remember any of like his spousal abuse interviews? What? <laughs> you don't remember those? No. Did he, he beat had, his like, lady? He this whole interview about how to keep a woman in place on like one of the talk shows. And then they brought it up, like, years later on another talk show. And they're just like, you know, you said in an interview that um, you felt the best way to hit a woman was uh, with an open hand. And he's like, and my opinion hasn't changed. <laughs> <laughs> no one. Oh, my God, I just found it. Hold on. Sean Connery on Slapping Women is the first thing that came up. I don't want to play it. But I think there was, like, talk that that's a similar reason why the current guy is going to step out of being James Bond soon. Same deal. He's just getting too old. Yeah, but also probably because, like, the action sequences are more demanding now, too, for James Bond. So he doesn't have, like, as much stunt doubly stuff, and he's got to just fucking bust his balls out there. He's an old man. Fuck, dude. That doesn't sound like any fun at all. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing. It's like, it's it's a huge deal to be James Bond, but you have to somehow get... I thought the new James Bond is going to be some black guy. It's going to be a black chick. Black chick? Yeah, that's what I've heard. And it's not even going to be, like, really James Bond. It's more like... The way they described it, Jamie they're gonna have Blonde. The, the last guy that was James Bond come in and do like a pass the torch movie. Hmm. So she won't be James Bond, but she'll be from the James Bond universe and like a member of the same organization and stuff. They're doing like a a Marvel like uh, pandering. It's a, the the yeah the the the. 
the black Spider-Man character, Miles Morales. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They're like, well, at least that's an actual comic book thing. That's true. That's true. That's true. Fuck. I don't know. Movie. I'm I'm kind of fine with having a black chick. I know that she'll be hot. I wonder what dudes. I wonder if like the dudes she'll be going after, if it'll be like in a James Bond way, and they just have all these like <laughs> Jason Tatum's and like all these just like super sexy ass dudes up there. We're like, oh come on, man! Like, yeah, they probably won't even have that anymore. <laughs> you know, it'd be really funny if Daniel Craig comes through, passes the torch to Leslie Jones from SNL, <laughs> and she's she's the new. That would be hilarious. That'd be so funny. I will watch that. Oh my god, it just turns into a really hacky comedy movie <laughs> after that. Unqualified person to pass the torch to. Here it is. <laughs> oh my god. Leslie Jones for James Bond. Every time I'm I'm every time before she I'm promoting you're not tactful, this. You're not subtle, <laughs> you're not any spy material whatsoever. That's what I'm saying. She would jump into like the scene and look at the camera and be like, We about to shoot all these bitches or something and just start like blasted. You're like hey, but in the meantime everyone's already shooting at her. Creates a scene every time the villain tr- throws like a subtle jab to throw him off. Oh what the Oh I man, know you didn't just do so that good. to me. Like <laughs> Cause like I'm thinking about like um, Casino Royale. Yep. Every time the Mad Mickelson character makes like a, a sly comment at him and he has to like <laughs> keep his composure kind of deal, and it's like you redo the scene. She's just going off on him and just immediately carted out and shot out back. <laughs> oh my god! Like they start to play poker, but she's playing go fish. Not even that. Like she'll she'll do the poker scene, but it's like the second he makes like one sly comment, she gets all up about it. What the fuck does that mean? (laughs) (laughs) I know it's like a huge deal to be James Bond, um, just because I'm pretty sure every actor that has been James Bond has also been knighted. So it's like a big it's deal. It's going to stop yeah. now when they have a black a James Bond, the queen knights you. <laughs> it's kind of like what the, the pattern's been. Janae might be right right there. That might be done now. Might be over. Imagine Leslie Jones being knighted by the queen. <laughs> well, I think that's <laughs> why they make it like a requirement that it's a British actor. Oh, so you can be knighted. So you can be knighted. Because there's like no, nothing that says you're doing good as James Bond than your actor getting knighted, I think. Yeah. Like, I if you go back like to it. people who have been knighted, like, not in the past hundred years, but like before that, it's the most horrible reasons why. It's like, co- colonized a land. You're knighted. Murdered its indigenous people. You're oh, knighted. Yeah. Uh, uh, y- usurped the uh, uh, rubber factories you're knighted you know have you guys been getting the youtube commercials about how you can buy a plot of land in like scotland and all you have to do to be a lord yes. or a lady in scotland is buy a one by one plot of land you basically buy like a square section of this guy's backyard yeah 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 there's people who have buy like, like large plots sign there and and makes you an official lord mm-hmm. we should do one for the podcast could you do that? How much is it? Lord, prepared for nothing. I don't know. Should I look it up? Yeah, look it's it up. 180 bucks. But I don't know if you have to pay like monthly, annually, or what. Or if you have to like start play- paying property tax. And... Yeah. Which I can't imagine property tax on a one by one square would be much. No, but that'd get annoying after like two years. It fucking says for just 30 bucks, dude. Yes, we have a flat rate of five hundred dollar property tax. That's what I'm trying to do. It's like I'm becoming a lord today. I'm clicking it. Oh, that's for a hundred. Oh, that's for a hundred square feet. Thirty bucks. No, that's just what I was trying to default it. Is to. it under five thousand dollars? Oh, way under. I think that is doable. Yeah, this is gonna be like one of the. Yeah, it's going to be one of the cheapest ways to be a lord, but doesn't mean it's necessarily going to be, like, worth the money. Are there any benefits? Like, can you travel there without a visa? 
No, no, no. It just makes it so that you can like give somebody a cheesy piece of paper that says you're a lord. Yeah. I'm sure there's probably some roundabout legal action that you could take to make it sovereign land where you'd immediately get usurped by the queen. Fuck, I'd rather be here than with the queen. Yeah. <laughs> She's a lizard. You're gonna you're gonna discover the speed run of what the IRA had to deal with. Jesus. We oh, hey. That should just for you. So, uh, off-topic things that, that just happened like an hour and a half ago. Uh, there was an accident outside of my house, but because it's like Eid Ulfitr, they're like these motorcycle group kids, basically, like just 20-year-olds. They get like 20, 30 people together, mm-hmm. and they just like ride and speed and do wheelies and do these tricks on their bikes. Well, one of those idiots... Dude, that sounds pretty lit. One of those idiots, uh, right outside my house, there's like a like a tunnel, and the tunnel curves, so you can't see what's after the curve. And this guy was just speeding down the tunnel because it's like a nicely made tarmac, and there was... Was he ripping a wheelie? Yeah, something like that. And, the, and, and there, was a, there was like this big lorry driver that was just in the slow lane, and since it was a turn... Uh, it was a turn to the right, and the slow lane's on the other side in Pakistan. So, obviously, like, when the turn came, the motorcycle, like, had to take the outside lane. And this guy just going slowly, and the motorcycle slams into the uh, the lorry. And then they all get out. Um, the kid has, like, basically dislocated his shoulder and, like, all scuffed up. I don't know. He might lose his arm. Um but yeah, these 20, 30 guys just end up beating the driver. And the driver, it wasn't even the driver's fault. They just beat him up like over and over and over again. And then he ran away. And then these 20, 30 boys just like uh, destroyed the, the lorry itself. Like they just like got a bunch of bats and started like hammering at the lorry. Like broke all the windows and all the lights and all that sort of stuff. Like uh, slashed the tires, everything like that. And like, we were outside. We were like, dude, it, it wasn't his fault. Like, you guys were speeding. And then they started yelling at us, and then we came back inside. We're like, all right, log the gate. Uh, let's get... Run away, <laughs> run away, run away. Let's get armed. These people are stupid. And uh, most of them were drunk, man. Most of them were drunk or stoned. We're like, dude, it's, yeah. it's the end of a religious month of fasting where you're supposed to, like, be thankful for everything that, that you have and ask for more and like give charity and this is how you're celebrating it no comment they gave up uh, drinking and beating up lorries no no no. it's just like they're drinking and driving which is like terrible it's selfish and it's yeah. also like hurtful to others Correct. Yeah, so there's like this huge mob. More prepared for nothing drivers. Yeah, there's this huge mob of like 200 people outside of our house, and we're just like, oh, what do we do? Finally, the police came and broke it up. <laughs> they got their. I was gonna say, it's like, where is your, where is your police during this? Yeah, but like that poor guy, he's working on a holiday. The driver, he's working on a ho- holiday because he's like, I gotta make more money for my family, and then. This ends up happening and then ruins his career as a driver because no one's going to hire him. No one's going to keep him there because he they basically uh, the truck ends up being a total loss with how much damage it just took. And that's yeah. like more than that guy's like five year salary. I mean, they wouldn't make the, the 20 year olds pay for it. Yeah, the 20 year olds just got on their bikes and like disappeared. Oh, man. Of course. Of course, of course. The circle of life. You crash your motorcycles and lorries. Isn't that good, Janine? Yeah, pretty good. I just want his mother to, like, (laughs) slap the shit out of him. We'll see about that. What's your guys' favorite Gen Z slang word? Gen Z slang word? Yeah. <laughs> Bet. That's a good one. A I don't use one. it. But whenever I say, like, dude, you could just say yes. Bet. No, just say yes. Dude, but, but sometimes when certain people say it in the right way, it sounds cool as fuck, though. You're right. 
Cap's a pretty good one. I enjoy Cap. What does right. that mean? You know what the... Cap... You don't know about, like, no cap? Yeah. No hat? Jeez, you're such an old man. <laughs> no hat. Well, no... <laughs> it essentially means, like, you're not lying. You're not fronting. A, a cap is, like, a lie, essentially, yeah. is the direct translation. What? What's? So what like, is, no where does cap. it come from? I'm being real with you. A-A-V-E. Who's A-V-E? Or you... <laughs> Eubonics. Who the fuck is Eubonics? Yeah. <laughs> uh, Eubonics was the king of Africa. And dude. He, came, he came to America and he blessed us with his language. <laughs> so we could all sound really cool. It, it, it's hood slang. Yeah. Okay. Pretty much. I thought like, yes. I thought so, like cap, doesn't it refer to like a casing on a bullet? Yeah, that's the thing. Too. Oh, okay. okay. The the term when they say no cap, then these youngsters are saying it. It literally just means like it's like you, dead ass. You'll is dead ass. You'll say something ridiculous, and then people will be like, no. And you'll be like, no cap, dog. It's like you being like, I'm not lying. No lie, like for real. Kind of means all those types of things. Yeah. I fucking still love yeet. Yeah. I no, won't lie. Yeet might be like my favorite word of the decade. Is that isn't isn't that like crossing boundaries? Is it in between millennial and Gen Z? Yeet. No, Yeet was like Yeet's a real early Gen Z term. Yeah, for Yeet sure. It's like when I was still in school. Yeah, it Yeet's, was with Vine. Yeah, Yeet's definitely like a Gen Z term. I'm getting too slow. Connor, are you Gen Z? I am Gen Z. I forget that I asked that question to a gen. <laughs> Connor, what's your favorite millennial slang? And my favorite millennial slang? Yeah. I'm trying to think what like most millennial slang is. Totes. <laughs> Avocado toast. <laughs> <laughs> we had I'm trying to think of ones that we used in high school. Totes was one. Oh for show. I'm just trying to think of all other kinds of dumb things. No lie. No lie. That's probably like the origins of like no cap. Uh, What's that one thing that that Drake coined? Uh, YOLO, 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 YOLO is definitely a millennial slang. Okay, I remember seeing that on like early early MySpace. Yeah, millennial. That's what we're talking about. Anything from MySpace is millennial. <laughs> yeah. The show. Yeah. Hold on. I'm looking it up on the internet right now. What do we got? So would you say like the the XD laughing emoji face is a millennial one? No. Yeah. That's, no. Uh, maybe. It kind of comes from, I think like Rage Comics are super okay. millennial. Um, <laughs> I remember oh. there was a while when I was still on iFunny that they uh, they were bringing back the, the old Doge comics and the okay. old Rage comics. Okay. But they were like, Rage comics. really bizarre twist on them <laughs> all the rage comics now are like self-aware schizophrenic comics now that's weird it usually ended with like either aggressive violence or suicide what the fuck yeah <laughs> what the fuck well that's isn't that like a super big like i noticed that with the gen z kids i worked with is you know what i mean I'd be like yo can you do this small tiny thing they're like uh kill me I'm yeah like I didn't ask you to fucking like clean shit off the toilet. You know what I mean? Hey, uh, Connor, that reminds me. Yeah, has been hmm. um, about the Doge. Uh, did you did you yeah. guys invest in Dogecoin? No, dude. No. I, I had two hundred dollars worth stupid. of Dogecoin when it was six cents, and I sold it at ten cents. And then Elon blew it. And then I'm like, oh no! You silly ass! I'm like, oh no! Uh, Elon, I'm like, I gotta pay my taxes. I gotta pay my taxes. I gotta sell it. And then I sold it and paid my taxes. And then I'm like, oh no! Oh no! no, no. Yeah, you missed out. You bought a little too high though to really make like shit tons of money. The people who made millions bought in at like fractions of a penny mm. and they bought like a few grand worth 
Yeah, of course. But still, man, yeah, like an extra ten grand would have been nice. Yeah, it would. But it tanked this week. Whatever. It tanked this week. It went down to twenty cents. Yeah. Elon. Yeah. Did you see the SNL thing? No, I didn't see the SNL thing because I don't like Elon Musk. Yeah, Elon Musk hosted SNL and was talking about Dogecoin, and the second he mentioned it, it dropped. 30% in one, like, instant. Yeah. And then he proceeded to do, like, the most unfunny episode of the season, which is pretty low standards. Yeah, it was pretty <laughs> and trash. His, his girlfriend or fiance or Grimes, Grimes yeah, girlfriend. had, like, a panic attack dressed as Daisy. <laughs> Yeah, it was pretty. It was pretty ridiculous. Got hospitalized over it. Yeah, Dude, we got obviously over a panic attack. When you're that rich, you go to the hospital. Most people who get panic yeah. attacks are just like, here, here's a paper bag. One of the things I did appreciate about him was just how forward he was about um, his kid. Because I didn't see too many of the skits, to be honest. No, it, it wasn't. In the skits, it was just really on. Remember when they had the kid and they like announced his name and stuff? And um, Grimes was very much it's like, We're gonna raise a gender neutral baby, you know, this kind of thing. I'm not gonna discuss it. And then there's just like, Elon, what gender is the baby? Boy. <laughs> <laughs> what a gangster. Yo, dude, I looked up fucking millennial slang words and they're the worst. Worst words I've ever heard. The ones that are there calling millennial. It's making me mad. <laughs> Extra. They're slandering hey. our generation, Justin. It's these Gen Zers. Loki. Yas. Turn. Lit. Justin, oh, you use turn. So fucking true. <laughs> you use turn. And you use yeah, yes, uh, too. Yeah, no. Yeah, I've heard there you use yes. right here, which I definitely. It's always been very sarcastically, though. Still use it. Woke. Yeah, woke. Definitely. Ba- basic. Yeah. Uh, all kinds of other. Ratchet. Oh, he used Ratchet a lot back in the day. That's a great one. I would describe Leslie Jones as Ratchet. We need to bring that term back, dude. Just for people who are wild now, though. Dank, dude. That's on there. It's the dank dank. I know that Ratchet... So <laughs> here's what I wonder, if Ratchet still holds true to how it did with you. Because for us, it usually meant like a trashy ghetto slut. Yeah, oh, okay. that's what it's always meant. Okay. That's for sure what it means. This bitch ratchet. Yeah, just like Savage. There's some pretty other boring ones out there. Not that good. Whatever, I think Gen Z does have better slang. I'll give it up to him. God, I'm fucking blanking right here for a second. Uh, so Janaid, when I mentioned AAVE earlier there's like this whole group of usually white girls that will like advocate that um, basically any slang that derived from hood communities should be gatekept by the black community and so it's considered cultural appropriation to use hood slang if you're not black Oh, that's hilarious! I have I I have a tangent to go on off that. Well, it gets better. okay. Go ahead. Go we, ahead. Uh, we Wait. we had one moment where me and my friends were using it in front of like one of our friends brought like another group of girls with him, and one of the girls like spoke up. It's like you guys can't be saying that. It's like it's not appropriate. It's not your culture, and it's just like. Whose culture is it? Like, it's African-Americans. It's like, well, then it's still American-based. It's still technically part of our culture. 
It's not like this thing was done in Africa and only exists in Africa. Uh, and she's just like, no, no, it's offensive. It's a cultural proof. And it's like, LeVar, what do you think of this? And he's like, I think this bitch needs to shut up. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, Oh boy, that's funny. What was your tangent? Uh, my tangent was when, um, like, brown guys see another brown guy dating a white girl. They're like, "Oh yeah, bro, you get it, you get it, boy." But then when you see a brown girl dating a white guy, you're just like, "I'm gonna tell your dad." <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna tell on you, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> The and then, and then when you see, it's just that. Uh, and then when you see like a white guy who's dating a brown girl, like dress up in like a shalwar kameez, or like get all cultural, they're like, oh, it's cultural appropriation. But when you see a white girl do the same, you're just like, oh, damn, look at that. We're conquering. We're colonizing the white race. Do you think it might like literally come down to like, <clears throat> like protecting your, like your your people no 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 dude you know it's, what I mean? because, it is because if it's rooted. the women it's the women that they deeply want it's the women have to stick in same like race but the men yeah you can go do whatever you want like go fucking taint all the other ones or whatever toward things yeah no same, exactly you know I mean? it's like... deeply racist and i do not like this double <laughs> standard at all and it's not okay but it's funny to see the hypocrisy do you guys remember the the Fresh Prince skit when uh, one of them brings home her boyfriend for the first time? They're like, "Oh, I didn't realize he was so tall." <laughs> and they all they, they they won't say it. And then finally, Will Smith's character comes in. He's like, "Hey, you know she's dating a white guy." <laughs> Dude, okay, so actually, that's hilarious. You say that. Um, our buddy Ron, who was on the podcast that mm -hmm. just dropped yesterday was telling me all about that he went to go meet his girl's family and they all kept saying to him now he's like maybe six foot but he's not exceptionally tall yeah and her family all kept saying like oh you're really uh a, a, a tall and he'd be like <laughs> dude i'm the same height as you what are you talking just about fresh <laughs> yeah yeah and at one point he came to me he's like what what were they they were they would not say it but all i could see him just holding back was like you're so black <laughs> oh boy that's too good oh ron is black old people get away with it yeah. oh, okay okay i did not know that yeah I know though that um so the Lavar guy I bring up a lot he went to uh he actually went to Reno for a minute in university and he said when he was up there he was like one of four black guys in all the dorms wow and so because of that every single black girl basically followed him kind of deal and he hated it because he does not like to date black chicks he doesn't he doesn't no that that's like uh you get a lot of shit for that yeah in a lot but of it's like the the yes queen culture behind that a lot of them hold mm -hmm. he hates he's, yeah he's like it's loud and annoying and he doesn't like it but at the same time he's just like it's not to say i wouldn't date a black girl but i need to find me like one of those middle class half white black girls <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh you know, one of them calm ones. We knew a couple black dudes from our high school, and they were all like, I don't. Both of, one of them was raised by like a Spanish family. You could tell over the years. I think he was having kind of like an identity crisis for a little while. Didn't quite know. And then all of a sudden, was like, yeah, go and do like an all white prep school. <laughs> yeah, dude, all white kids around him. Oh yeah, there there oh, there was this one black kid in my Spanish class, and uh, he would always like annoy our teacher. And our teacher's like four foot tall, and she had to use like a booster seat for her car. He would make fun of her over that. Oh, God. I'd probably make fun of her over that. And too, she <laughs> would get so angry, so angry she would end up getting like all red and steam coming out of her ears. He's like, "Chill, Keebler elf." <laughs> just talking shit. Yeah. 
It was a weekly thing. God damn, dude. Kids are so ruthless. Yeah, gets sent to the principal's. Gets sent to the principal's office, but he wasn't on scholarship. His parents, or his parents, were paying full tuition, so this the school just kept letting it slide. Nothing yeah. to lose. Yeah, this actually has a, one of the topics I had coming up. Um, Janae, do you think we were in like one of the last generations, Connor? You might be like kind of right on the cusp too, of when parents like. Um, unquestionably believed teachers and other adults before they believed your story like 10 out of 10 times if any adult or teacher said it with any sort of credibility anything you say to like try to be like that's not what happened they're like nah shut up but now I feel like especially like regarding teachers there's a whole lot of generations no yeah there were there were a few instances flipped yeah, there were a few instances like that, but it, I had to like I don't know my parents like three or four times, and then finally they did something about it. Right. Yeah. I mean, this will be a sound serious for a minute, but I was like straight up abused by my fourth grade teacher and ran home and told my mom about it, and she pretty much was like, "Nah, that didn't happen." And it wasn't until like three hours later when like four other moms of kids in my class called and they're like, yo, our kids talking about some crazy shit that happened at school today. And my mom's like, it's the exact same story you told. I'm like, yeah, that's what the fuck I'm saying. How like, you convince all these kids to tell the same story? <laughs> right? It's a conspiracy at recess, Bob. But I think a lot of kids now, too, like it's kind of flipped and it seems... A lot of teachers are feeling like the parents are immediately siding with the kids on anything. I think it, I think it, it for one, still depends on like the household, right? Um, and it also depends on like the relationship between the kid and the parent. It's sure. like I had a pretty good relationship with my parents, so if I told them something, they were more inclined to believe me. But my buddy didn't and just had like a shit record, so it was very much under the the pretense anytime he went and told on a teacher kind of deal, they're just like, what did you do? <laughs> what did you do to deserve this? Yeah. yeah, I think it switched somewhere in the last couple of years, it seems like. That's okay. Goddamn. Yeah, but like, it's, it's being, being a father, ahead, being a father now, like, I, I think about like the schooling and all that. I'm like, dude, I'm going to interview all the teachers that come in contact with my son. It's like, are you gonna teach nonviolence? Are you gonna? Uh, what is, what is your stance on e- equality? Are you are 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 you gonna have re- religious sessions within school? Are you gonna do the pledge are of allegiance? You, yeah, like, like, what 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 do you believe in? What sort of things are you gonna project? And like, I'm like, I'm basically like, I'm gonna go sit in and on a few classes before I take my child to this school. I mean, that's kind of the point too of the. Uh... I don't know if you've seen it, but a lot of schools do the the open night parent thing before, like the first week of school, where you basically go and get to get like an introduction to all your kids' teachers, kind of deal. Yeah, most schools do it. Okay. Yeah, for sure. You spend like thirty minutes, and they essentially lay out their like semesteral lesson plan, kind of like they're pitching their class to you salesmaning you to be on their side that seems fucking stressful actually now that i think about it no it probably is like you're used yeah. to teaching kids all year long and all yeah. of a sudden now it's like a bunch of adults who are like right. just and looking at you all cockeyed like what the fuck are you gonna teach my kids son why are you teaching them such low math well because they're third graders i, I guess so <laughs> <laughs> no dude i just want them no, to you're... teach them to be a good person that's it just like I feel there's going to be so many issues, though, especially with, like, American schools of, like, the content of education now, especially depending, because you can't, there's no guarantee that every single kid in your class is going to come from, like, the same parental background, so you're going to have, like, three parents that don't want you to have them do the Pledge of Allegiance, and, like, three parents that are hard struck on it, and, like, the rest that just don't care kind of deal. Yep. It's going to be a lot, a lot of all over the place. It's just going to be like, look, we have like guidelines of things I'm required to do and pledge is one of them. This is what the school told me. This isn't my policy. This is a school district. This is a national school district policy. Right. It's a federal policy. 
Yeah, I'm I'm totally if for the pledge of this, allegiance. We don't get federal funding. Yeah, I'm totally for the pledge of allegiance. It's just like when when they bring like religion into government. That's her yeah. stance. And like another thing, I uh, my my nephew when he was like six in first or second grade, the the teacher was like constantly ignore him on purpose, and like he was in like a situation where like the teacher would be like, oh, he's autistic. He needs to go and in a slow class but it, it was obvious that the teacher was just trying to push him further and further back it might be race related it might just be she didn't like my sister because my sister is just as involved as yeah. i as i would be and uh, yeah or that she you just she just yeah, found the kid like annoying it's just a shit but teacher. it's just yeah it's just a shit teacher and you don't know when that'll come up it could be in kindergarten it could be uh in senior year Bro, I had a few classes where, like, so I had a few friends that were the younger sibling, and they'd go into the class and basically be treated like their older sibling was because they'd recognize the name kind of deal. Right. It's just like they're totally different people, but they're getting, like, being given a hard time because their older brother was a dick. Yep. <laughs> yeah. And they're just sitting here trying to fucking pass history, getting a bunch of heat from their teacher. Yeah. My sister was a yeah, great I student, a little... and I was a terrible student. <laughs> So I got the benefit of the doubt. God. I got it sometimes with some people, mostly in my neighborhood. Not much with teachers because I didn't go to the school as them, but them, like, assuming me is the same as my older brothers. I'm like, you're not wrong, but I am very similar to them, so I can't act like it's not. It's it's too wild. Mine is the uh, roid rage, right? I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say that, but maybe. <laughs> um, let's see here. Do we wanna, do we wanna do one, one more, one more thing before we get out of here today? Yeah. I had something pulled up. We're only forty-seven minutes. For some reason, I thought it was. Yeah, I did. Um, yeah, I'll just throw this one out here with something I noticed the other day. It's like wondering if you guys have noticed the same consistency. <clears throat> Late, I'm not. I'm gonna make a kind of generalization here. My whole life, I felt like with a lot of my like male friends, we've been able to make plans kind of on the spot. You can think of like, yo, I want to go do this with my homie. You call them up and they're like, yep, I'll be over there in just a few minutes, you know. Mm -hmm. But as guys, we also really, really suck at making long-term plans. So like, all right, in four weeks from Friday to Monday, we're going to go on this little vacation. We're all like, oh, fuck, God damn it! Like, can you remind me when we're coming up a couple days ahead of time or something? You know what I mean? I've been noticing it with like my mom. And, like, my wife and old managers I've used to work with that they get so frustrated that I can't make, like, a long-term plan. But then all of a sudden somebody hits me up at, like, 8 in the morning to go play basketball. And by, like, 8.15 I'm, like, dressed and, like, yeah, I'm going to go play basketball. Like, since when? Like, like I don't know, like, 15 minutes ago we just decided we're going to go do it. And I'm free. You never really left, like, the uh, the state of someone knocking on your door can justin play yeah dude as a kid when you're just like yo do you want to hang out right now yeah cool all right cool what are we doing i don't know just come to my house <laughs> i'll be honest the first time i was going to come over to record there was like a part of me that was really hoping that your wife was here and would answer the door because <laughs> <laughs> I, I was also thinking about getting like that stupid little hat with the propeller on it from like a oh my god like, <laughs> can we hang out today <laughs> That's why we finally actually had to go, like, sit down and meet with you and your girlfriend. She just kept being like, who's this guy that keeps coming over? And I was like, hey, I guess you should probably meet him. Like, tuck in my hoodie into my jeans. <laughs> <laughs> Pull him up to your ribs. I was told that Justin lives here, and I would like to play. <laughs> we are here to record the podcast, I think. <laughs> I brought Legos in my backpack. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> Oh, Lord. Is that really how women look at us? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, my whole thing was... 
I'm not going to say that I can do an on-the-spot plan, because I can, but it depends on, like, the time of day. Because I've had friends message me, and it's just like, hey, man, you want to come over and drink? And it's just like, dude, you're messaging me at 2 a.m. Yeah, those are I a little different. I've already put on my slippers, <laughs> and I am shirtless. Right. <laughs> Perfect. I am just... done for the night. I am not putting back on my clothes. <laughs> you... No. You don't it's have just when to. it sounds good and you want to do it. You're both just like, all right, we're doing this. Let's do it. Okay, when are we doing it? Right now. All right, let's go. <laughs> I used to do that a lot with you, Janine, when you lived here in Salt Lake. Oh, it's just kind of like, yeah. you want to hang out? Like, yeah. Like, okay, come over. <laughs> okay, I'll be there in 20 minutes. It's just how it was. Yeah, dude. Time. Like, yeah, if it's something more like in the morning, I could do it. But yeah, yeah. times have changed. Like a certain time at night. Yeah. Work, of course, changes all of that. And the other thing older. that sucks, too, is, like, I will agree to do something with my girlfriend. And the second I sit down, I get, like, a message, like, hey, man, hop on. We're about to play. It's like, like, oh, no. I haven't played with them in probably a week. But I've already, I just agreed to this. <laughs> I always forget fucking shit. I'm always getting told, like, all right, like, you know, not this Sunday, next Sunday, we're going to do this. And I'm like, sick. Then that Sunday, I'm waking up like, all right, what do you want to do today? Do you want to go do this? <laughs> no, we have this big plan. I told you about it. Like, oh, yeah, 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 you're right. And in my head, I'm like, I don't even think I remember you telling me, but probably I forget a bunch of shit. So, a lot of times, the problems I ran into was uh, during the early parts of quarantine, I wouldn't tell my girlfriend any of the plans until like the day of. Just because I knew if I brought it up to her, she'd be, like, stressing about it the entire time. About right. me going out. And it's just, like, she can't stress about it if I do it the day of. But then I'd accidentally agree to do something the same day. Because I'd totally forget that I already made plans for, like, a week out. And then I'd agree to something else a week out. And it's just like, oh, shit. Oh, no. <laughs> I gotta cancel one of these. And one's gonna be easier to cancel than the other, so. We just, we just suck as that, dudes. Yeah. Not our forte. Oh boy, oh boy. Yeah, I have a bad habit of just grabbing the keys and leaving and not telling anybody. That's not good when you're a father. That... <laughs> it does. Yeah. But... That's really bad. Like, oh, I was just leaving for 10 minutes. That's... I'll be right back. I'm just going for a it pack of cigarettes. I'll be right back. I swear. <laughs> <laughs> pack of smokes, dude. I'll be right back, I swear. Shisha. Yeah. Oh, God. Alrighty. Um, let's call it. Thanks for listening, guys. Hope you enjoyed today's pod. Thanks, thanks. We will be back again with you in a few days, three, four days, depending on when these things release. How we go with it. Love you. Bye.